Nom Nom delivers fresh food with whole ingredients, backed by veterinarian science. Science tells us that a dog's health starts in the bowl. So, improving their diet is one of the best ways to help them live a long and happy life. Nom Nom's food is full of proteins your dog loves and the vitamins and nutrients they need to thrive. All you have to do is order, pour, and serve. Ready to make the switch to fresh? Order Nom Nom today. Go to https colon slash slash trinom.com forward slash curveball and get 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's https colon slash slash t-r-y-n-o-m dot com forward slash curveball. Plus, Nom Nom comes with a money back guarantee. If your dog's tail isn't wagging within 30 days, Nom Nom will refund your first order. No fillers, no nonsense, just Nom Nom. Welcome to the Living the Dream podcast with Curveball. If you believe, you can achieve. Welcome to the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast, a show where I interview guests that teach, motivate, and inspire. Today, I am joined by author and life coach Martin Salama. Martin is also the architect of the Warrior's Life Code. He specializes in helping people who are frustrated in life to shift their mindset, uncover their greatness, so they can live their full potential and enjoy life. So we're going to be talking to Martin about his coaching program, his book, and he just told me in the green room he has a deck of cards, so we're going to see what that's all about. So, Martin, thank you so much for joining me today. Well, thank you so much, Curtis, for having me. I'm excited to be here with you. Why don't you start off by telling everybody a little bit about yourself? Okay, I will do. So, uh, as you said, I'm Martin Salama, the architect of the Warrior's Life Code. And for me, life is what it's all about. And it, it really goes with, with your whole show, Living the Dream with Curveball. Uh, life stands for live incredibly full every day. And for me, that means having a happy life as well as a meaningful life. Because I believe there are many people out there who have a happy life, you know, self-love, self-care, even a little selfish, which is okay. But, uh, but do they have a, a meaningful life? Are they doing the other side, being selfless and giving back? And then there are people who have a meaningful life where they give back, but they don't have a happy life because they're so busy taking care of everybody else in some way or shape or form that they, they sacrifice themselves. So I believe that it live incredibly fulfills both of those. Okay. So I know that you, you say that you are the architect of the warrior's life code right but what, what in your opinion makes you feel that makes you the authority on, on this side uh, topic um well that's a great question so for me i'd have to go back to 2008 and uh, the five years before that that led up to what happened in 2008 so for the five years before that i was working on a project to build a multi-million dollar health club and tennis center in uh, New Jersey by the Jersey Shore. And uh, the reason it took five years was because, you know, first we saw, decided we wanted to do it. 
Then we have to do a feasibility study, find the land, uh, negotiate all that, then find an architect, engineers, go to the city, tell them what we were going to do. And then the city telling us, okay, great. We want you to now do a, a civil engineer, make sure that it's not how it's going to impact the traffic. Is your parking enough and all that. So all these steps took us five years from beginning to when we finally got the approval and from the city and the state. So by the time that happened, I was over $3 million into this project between myself and my investors. And in the summer of 2008, uh, we went to the bank. And if we had gone in 2006 and 2007, because we had talked to them before, they're like, yeah, come on. We can't, we can't wait. We're looking forward to this project. We'll, we'll definitely fund it. And that was because at that time, the way the world was, the way the financial world was, is that uh, lending money was easy. You'd go in there. It was almost like going to a Costco and seeing the ladies handing you free samples. That's how it was in the bank. They would hand you money like it was Costco. <laughs> but as it would be, I went in the 2008. And when I walked in in the summer of 2008, they said, yeah, we're not lending right now. Things are slowing down. Things aren't so great out there. I'm like, what are you talking about? You told me I could come back anytime. Well, things have changed. Little did I know what was coming down the pike. And it came to, uh, uh, to September of 2008. Bernie Madoff, the subprime loans, the financial world crashes. Like a house of cards, everything falls apart. And unfortunately for me, I was like a card in that house of cards. I, I was on the bottom of the deck. And you might even call me the Joker, but I wasn't laughing. And uh, I went into a depression. I lost everything. I stopped paying my mortgage. I stopped paying my car payments. A few months later, my son comes to me and says, Dad, look out the window. Your car is being towed. I was being repossessed. That was the first time that ever happened to me. But I was in a bad place. You know, I was in a depression. It was a situational depression because of what was going on. And it took me a little over a year to get out of that depression, went through some therapy, even a little medication and some coaching. And when I came out the other side, I said, okay, now what do I want to do with my life? And I thought about it and I realized I didn't love being in business. I didn't love all of the risk-taking and the ups and downs that come with it. So I thought about my life and I said, I love always being involved in community events. And I was a leader. Uh, I started, I, I, I'm Orthodox Jewish and I started the first synagogue in the town of Eatontown, New Jersey. And, you know, on Saturdays, I would go and we would get guys to come so that we had enough guys to have the right services. And I'm very proud to say 30 years later, there's over 400 families involved in there. But over those years, it was tough, but we would get people involved and they'd say, well, I don't know how much I can do. I said, well, just give me a few hours and I'll show you what you can do. And I realized I was showing them their potential and I was really showing them how much even a little bit can help. I realized that I was a life coach. So I said, you know what? I think that's what I'm going to do. So I started looking into the research between 2009 and 2010. And finally, I found the place I wanted to go to. And I uh, decided I was going to become a life coach. And a few months beforehand, it was my 24th wedding anniversary. And my wife said to me, I'm done. I want a divorce. She couldn't take it anymore. All the ups and downs, plus you know, who I was at the time just didn't fit in anymore. Uh, and I, I have to admit that, uh, you know, I wasn't the best person at the time. 
Uh, I've realized now why that was, and I'll go into that a little bit. So I decided I'm still going to go through with life coach training. And uh, I think it was God telling me, oh, you want to become a life coach? Well, let's make sure that you get that you really need a lot of work to do on yourself. So I went to life coach training. And before I went, they handed, they list, sent me a list of books. I said, read a couple of the books. One of the books was The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Curtis, do you know that book? I've never heard of it. So enlighten us. Let us All know right. what it is. All right. So this gentleman, his name is Don Miguel Ruiz. He says there's four agreements that you should live your life by. One is be impeccable with your words. Always say good things, right things, positive things. Next is don't take anything personally. Then number three is don't make any assumptions. And the, and the last one, agreement number four is always do your best. So I was really struck by these, especially that second one, don't take anything personally, because I started to realize that that's who I was for the first almost 50 years of my life. I was taking everything personally. And looking back now, I can say I was a people pleaser. And with those things came that I took things personally. I was a control freak. I always needed to get recognition for the things I was doing. And when all those things weren't happening, I had a short temper and I would freak out a lot. You could even say I would overreact like a nuclear reactor. And I'd leave fallout all over the place that I'd have to later then go back and you know, clean up and fix. So I went to that first weekend in co coach training and they said, you don't have to be who you think you have to be. You could be whoever you want to be. And that started to open my mind and gave me the ability to recognize that the power was in within me. I can't say, look at all these things that are happening to me. And now I'm very proud to say that I say things happen through me. And the difference is, is that by saying when things are happening to me, you're looking to blame everybody else. When you take responsibility for your life, you can then say things are happening through me. So that's where I was. And I started developing things. And when I finished life coach training, I was originally a divorce recovery coach. Made sense. That's what just came through for me. I just finished being divorced and the coaching helped me get through it. And I did that for a few years. And then I started to realize how much I was enjoying my life, how much things have happened. And I had just come through a, a, a physical transformation where I lost 65 pounds because I committed myself to being coached, to eating right, to working out right, and to reading the right things and, uh, and all those things. And one of the things I was doing was I was meditating. And I got to tell you, Curtis, I am, I have ADHD. I'm, I'm a typical ADHD guy. I can't sit still for a few minutes. But here I am doing guided meditation for 10 minutes. And my brain most of the time is like, when is this going to be over? But this one time I was there, sitting there doing the meditation and I had this download of information that I loved my life and I wanted to help other people love their life too. So after I finished this 10-minute meditation, I got through it. I wrote down for two hours what that would look like to help other people find their, their best life, enjoy life. And that's where the word life came from. So I built it up and I realized that I wanted people to live incredibly full every day. So I made that my, my, that my acronym. So that's where I am today. Okay. So what can your clients expect when they work with you? 
So what they can expect is, is that they have to first, when, they, when they're coming to me, they got something going on in their life that's just not working for them. It could be as simple as an existential crisis of saying, is this all there is? And the funny thing is my answer to that is yes, but it's how you're looking at it. So I help clients go from a mindset of lack and scarcity to a mindset of abundance and ability to see that opportunity is all over the place. But on a deeper level, what I like to talk about is helping them go from self-conscious to self-aware. Now, everybody thinks that they're self-aware. Well, really what they are is they're aware and they understand the feelings that they're thinking and what's going on around them. Many people, but uh, and you mentioned my card, uh, my card deck uh, and my book, and I appreciate that. And I have a card that kind of describes the difference between self-aware and self-conscious. Would it be okay, Curtis, if I read some of it? Yeah, go ahead. And, and since you are already on the topic, you might as well just go ahead and tell everybody about your card deck, why you thank created you, it you. And, and talk about it. Thank you. So it's called Warrior to Warrior, as is my book. And the idea of the, the book and the card deck is to give you the ideas, but not only the idea, the practical ways to move your mindset, to become that person that you want to be, find that warrior within so that you could live incredibly full every day. And what's great about the card deck is it's the small deck that you can carry around with you. And whenever you feel like you need to get a boost, you could pull a card out and, and take a look at it and see if it'll help you. And that's the case with this card. So self-consciousness comes from a place of negative energy, guilt, conflict, and doubt. Self-consciousness is more outward directed. It's being more concerned about what others are thinking of you and how the situation is going to affect you. You probably react to uncomfortable situations instead of respond. And when you're self-conscious, you're questioning your decisions. There's a little more to it, but that gives you the idea. Self-awareness comes from a place of positive energy, acceptance, contentment, self-assuredness. Self-awareness is more inward-facing. You have an accurate and realistic understanding of how you are responding to situations and how you feel about things. So I want to show you, show people how to go from reacting, which is your emotions controlling your actions, to re responding and your thoughts controlling your emotions. And really self-conscious is that ego needing to please others and all that, where self-aware is the humility and the self-assuredness that what you're doing is right for you and without hurting anybody, of course, but right for the world as well. And you look for the win-win. Okay, so talk about the concept of abundance versus lack. All right. So for me... There's a big difference between lack and abundance. And many people don't even, again, it's another thing that they don't want to recognize because if you recognize it, then you have to admit it and then you have to do the work to change it. So for me, lack, it, it can be encompassed in two words. I can't. I can't afford it. I can't do that. I don't know how that's going to happen. All the negative content connotations that go with that. Whereas abundance is shifting that mindset to how can I, or I can, or I get to go to work instead of I have to go to work. I get to go shopping for food 
thank God I have money to be able to do that is, oh my God, instead of, oh my God, I have to go to the supermarket and, and, and go walk around there and, and bump into people. No, look for the positive. Say you get to do these things. And that's where the transformation begins. Well, tell us about your book. Tell us what we can expect when, when we read it and where we can get it. All right. Well, uh, so my book is called also Warrior to Warrior. And what I've done here is I've taken the last 12 to 15 years of my experiences, as well as my clients' experiences, and put it down and, and shown the different systems I've either taken from others and changed to make my own in a different way, or created on my own, and put them down. So what I found is, and my clients have told this over and over again, my book, or my course, and my the way I approach things, it's not just the concepts. It's also practical applications that if you take care and you are mindful for yourself, they can change you and transform you from who you were to who you are to who you want to be, because it's an ongoing journey. It never ends. Curtis, we're always looking to get better. So that's what this book is about. And in it, there are many different things that I've come up with that help people on that journey. Okay. Well, tell us about any upcoming projects that you're working on that we need to be aware of. All right, cool. So as I said, I just released the book about a month ago. Uh, It's the middle of July right now, and I I, I released it in the middle of June 2023. Uh, So I'm doing that. I'm I'm fortunate to be able to be on podcasts like this so that I can talk about it, and I thank you again for that, as well as I'm also doing things like – expanding my coaching by by creating masterminds for entrepreneurs who believe that they have a great business and they're successful, but they want to get to the next level. And it's about understanding how things are working in their business, how they could be more profitable, and how their infrastructure is working, how the people around them, they could how they as the leader of the company are setting the narrative for how the company goes. So are you setting the right narrative? Are you getting out there and giving people the best possible uh, uh, solutions to do what you need to do? Or are you someone who goes in there and barks orders and just expects everybody to get things done? So it's about creating that culture within your business that will um, that will help you to build and cultivate uh, loving, loyal employees who enjoy coming to work, who enjoy working with you, not for you. And, and of course, they're working for you, but they'd rather feel like they're working with you. So that's some of the things that I'm working on right now. All right. Well, so we can keep up with everything that you're up to, throw out your contact information. Sure. So I made it very simple. I came up with a website called connectwithmartin.com. And when you go there, you can buy the book. It'll click on the link. It'll take you to Amazon to get the book. You can click on another link and you can buy the cards. You could click on another link and get some free gifts. Like there's one gift there that I made for kids. And it's called uh, The Seven Secrets You Must Teach Your Children to Have an Abundant Warrior Mindset. And this came about when I was uh, asked to be on a summit for parents. 
And the, the, the host of the summit said, what gift would you like to give the audience? And as I thought about it, I said, you know what? I could easily give the parents something about the seven steps, the warrior mindset, but I want to impact the children as well. So I sat with my team and we talked about it. And we came up with the idea of creating a coloring book for the kids so that they can sit down and learn these seven steps to have a warrior mindset. And once I did that, the parents started asking, well, what about me? Can't I get a, a coloring book too? So I was like, yeah, sure. So we turned around and we made one for them too. So those are some of the free gifts you can get when you go to the website. You could also click on a button to set up an appointment to have a, a breakthrough session and see where we can go together. Wonderful. So closes out with some final thoughts. Maybe if there was something I forgot to touch on that you would like to talk about it, just any final thoughts you have for the listeners. Okay. Well, I think my final thoughts would be look at where you are today and say, am I happy where I am? Or do I need to admit to myself that something needs to change? And it's okay to admit that because admission is your first step towards moving forward. Uh, Albert Einstein said a long time ago, I don't, I'm going to get it not exactly right, but the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. So if you want things to change, you got to change yourself. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, connect with martin.com. Please be sure to follow, rate, review, share this episode to as many people as possible and always strive each and every day to live that warrior life code like Martin does. If you have any guests or suggestion topics, see Jackson 102 at cox.net is the place to send them. As always, thank you for listening. Martin, thank you so much for joining us and sharing this positive message today. Well, Curtis, thank you so much for having me. I, I really appreciate your time. Have a great day. And don't forget, live incredibly full every day. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream.